0: Hello and welcome to the Magic Ball by Bear Camp Podcast. I am your host, Sam. I am known as officialelsamo on Twitter. And on this episode, we will be reviewing the Benfica first leg match and the City game two in one. And just want to say quickly, for those of you that don't know, this podcast is available on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And today is the fourth podcast we uh, We have now entered and we've got a very special guest with us today. We have got Josh. Josh, introduce yourself to the Magic Ball
1: by or Magic Ball from
0: Bergkamp Podcast. Introduce yourself, my friend.
1: How you doing, Sam? Yeah, my name's Josh, mate. Looking forward to the podcast. Uh, Lifelong Arsenal fan, mate. So, yeah, get ready to get stuck in, mate.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. That's what we like to hear. Uh, So, Josh, uh, starting off with the Benfica first leg review, uh, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Um, on reflection, mate, look, it's a f- few days after the game, so it is what it is. I think initially we were all kind of like left a bit deflated, a bit disappointed because we could have got could have got more than the the one away goal. But look, we're going into the second leg uh, with the upper hand, aren't we? We've got the away goal, and look if we if we keep it tight, if we don't concede, then then we're going through. But um, yeah, we could have took could have took a few more of the chances obviously that we had. I thought we played well as well actually. Um, I've heard a few negative kind of reports and, and thoughts on the game, but I thought at times we were we were carving them open, mate, with our fluid and movement and interchanging of play. So I was quite happy with the performance, mate. It's been been better of uh, what we've been used to this season. So
0: fantastic fantastic what was who was your uh, stand up performer in the game
1: um, i liked emil smith again, mate to be fair uh i know he's been pushed out to the to the wing for uh, for that game uh, which is unfortunate for him because i think he's better on the inside at the number 10 but yeah i, I just think he he gels our play together so well mate and and uh, any any kind of opening that we get any kind of Progressive play in the final third from us. It just he's he's always got something to do with it, mate. And uh, I just think he's uh, he's levels above at the minute, mate.
0: That's that's brilliant. That's fantastic thoughts to hear. So during obviously during the Benfica game, Abamyang did miss quite a few chances. Uh, What what do you think is going through the mind of Abamyang at the minute?
1: Well. Off the back of getting a hat-trick, mate, I think we all expected that, that to hit the back of the net, didn't we? Kind of that that ball that was laid across to him from Saka, but... I don't know, mate, maybe it was a lack of concentration. Um, he was perhaps already mentally off celebrating, but he'd uh, forgotten to to kind of stroke it home first, but... Yeah, he, he has these kind of um, phases, doesn't he, where he can kind of score a hat-trick, he scores a brace or whatever. And then he seems to just miss the, the, the simplest opportunities. But, you know, that that's where the frustration lies, isn't it? Because we know he can score plenty of goals. And I think scoring that goal as early as, like, what was it, maybe 20, 25 minutes in, if it would have put that away, mate, we'd have been set up for the rest of the game and we'd have perhaps gone on and got two or three away goals in that game. But, yes, yeah, it's, it's what it is like with Bamiang, isn't it? He, he probably scores 50%, but misses 50% as well. So, yeah.
0: Do you think uh, maybe it was a lack of confidence from the um, from last year's game against Olympiacos? Because he did score the equaliser. We all thought, yay, we're going into the round of 16. Uh, we just made it, but we can't make the same mistake again. And then, you know, he missed that chance right at the end that could have, again, sent us through. Do you, re- do you think that maybe that European fright kind of did get to him?
1: Maybe, maybe, mate. Maybe he's feeling the pressure a bit. You know, he's our captain. He's our front man. Um, He's our guy who goes and gets us goals. So yeah, maybe he felt the pressure, um, but that's 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 who he is, mate. We need to rely on him, and it, I think he knows that we rely on him. So yeah, he's got to, got carried a burden at times, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, it's um again it's quite uh, it's quite tough. Right? Mm. You know, the Europa League now. Um, you know, going again after that game, we. Now we move on to the uh, to the to the city game. What, what was your what was your thoughts on 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 the city game?
1: Well, mate. Yeah, I mean, initially, um, before the game, I was actually fairly hopeful um, of you know maybe even getting a draw somehow, even nicking it maybe two one. I think when uh, when City scored that early goal, we was all kind of a bit um, frightful of what what the score score might be, but. We put in a, a shift, mate. After, after that first goal went in early, uh, we fought, we dug in, got stuck in there, and I think we defended well, mate, throughout the game. To be honest, and, and we held them at bay. Um, I think we could have nicked something in the end. We didn't really, we didn't really throw the kitchen sink at it, did we? We didn't go go to to kind of. We didn't really take the game to city in the end. We just kind of seemed to accept it a bit. Maybe we didn't want to get thrashed, so. But yeah, I thought I thought aspects of the game were okay, mate. A um, few few concerns in, in 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 some of the players playing again. They've played a lot recently, um, so just a case of managing our way through the the next few weeks with a load of fixtures in it. But yeah, shame to lose, mate, because I thought we could have got some out of it. Fantastic, fantastic. Because
0: I'm thinking the same thing, same same mm. without a doubt. You know, Aubameyang, um, missing chances. We'd expect him to put them away. Um, you know, the City game again, it was it was poor in the sense that you know we looked we looked at it. we thought to ourselves after the first goal went in, we thought, oh, maybe it might be another three or four again, but then yeah, we man. started to grow into the game. We thought to ourselves, maybe we can nick something, but we turned around and we we kind of messed up uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the game in the game again, but um yeah
1: what, what I, I, I think, think the di- i think I think the difficulty was, Sam was like because we was defending a lot throughout the game when we kind of edged towards our 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 kind of um, goal to attack, we just kind of run out of energy, run out of legs. And it's at that point, isn't it, where you kind of like, you need that full concentration and that full energy in your legs to kind of execute the play. And we just kind of, just seemed like we ran out of uh, energy and that mental focus to to kind of execute, yeah, those, those attacking plays.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, what is your opinion on, um, on Hector Bellerin? Because a lot of Arsenal fans on social media after Thursday and Sunday are pretty much not a big fan of him. They, they, you know, There's reports coming out that today that apparently come the summer, he wants to leave Arsenal for uh, PSG who want to re- revitalise their interest in him. So what, what, what are your opinions on Hector Bellerin and would you
1: keep him at Arsenal? I'm not going to go in on Hector, mate, but I, I, I'm definitely one who would cash in, mate. Personally, um, I think it's just a quality thing. To be honest, uh, I think he's got a ceiling, and I don't. And I think we need better. Um, I, I look at some of the basics of his game. I think like his touch isn't always secure. His passing is sometimes weak. Um, he lacks the pace and the thrust to get back and forward like a modern day fullback. Um so yeah, I'm happy to cash in, mate, because I think I think we can do better. And I don't really think we'd have to spend millions as well to upgrade on him. Um I think Cedric's shown that he's kind of a, a capable backup. But yeah, just to get someone in first choice and replace Hector, I, I don't think I think if we scour the market abroad or even internationally, I think we can definitely bring someone in who's a uh, Better than
0: Hector. Yes, I'm happy to sell this summer. Fantastic. Um, Inter Milan, uh, in the past few years, have come up, well, not the past few years. In the past few weeks, I've read that Inter Milan have reached a 200 200 million euro debt or $200 million debt. And apparently, due to the debt that Inter Milan have, they might have to cash in on some players. Uh, one thing I read was that um, Inter are struggling to pay off Ashraf Hakimi, who they got off Real Madrid. Would you take him as a as a potential right-back at Arsenal?
1: I think so, mate, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've got to be honest, though. I've not seen a great deal of him, but reading some reports, um, he's certainly kind of uh, that high-profile player that, that we could... If we could get him for a decent price, we don't want to... Uh, we don't, we've obviously not got a lot of money and we don't want to be wasting or spending a lot of uh, money on fullbacks. But if, if we can get him at a good price, I think he's certainly one that Arteta will look at, yeah.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, again, moving on, a big thing that I tweeted on Sunday, uh, which a lot of fans kind of weren't happy about, you know, they were kind of ripping me apart for, for tweeting it, but um, in my honest opinion I have to ask you first um, Going into Thursday Right Say Thursday is a big game It's now, now the biggest game of our season Right Yeah If we don't win that game And I mean When I mean don't win I mean if we draw 2-2 And go out on away goals Or we lose 1-0 Or 2-1 to Benfica would you still keep Mikel Arteta
1: as an Arsenal coach? 100% yes. Um, I fully back Arteta, mate. Um, And there seems to be... uh, I won't say a bit of a divide at the minute, but there seems to be some who... uh, against him and, and, and kind of how much churn and change that the club is having to make on and off the pitch to kind of become relevant again in challenging for major honours and I just think it's a case of biding our time with him mate um, he, saw, he became coach he became manager and his first job so we've got to kind of take the rough with the smooth I think as well a lot the players we bring in we've just had a, a really good window in getting rid of a lot of Deadwood, a lot of players that we didn't want. So let's just at least get to the summer and allow him to bring in some players of his own. I can see certain styles of play which are encouraging. Um, Our defensive record has been so much better. I think we're second or third best defence in the league. We're beating some of the top six clubs now, which we weren't able to do in previous seasons. There's elements of his coaching and his managing that I'm, I'm encouraged by, mate, and, and I'm happy to stick with him, personally. That's fantastic, because
0: for me, my honest opinion is, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't a fan of bringing Arteta to the club, but there were times where he grew on yeah, me, man. where, you know, you know, when we went out to Olympiacos, I kind of did and didn't blame him for it. You know, there was, you know, essence in that game. For yeah. example, we went out to Olympiarcast, Lacazette missing chances, um, Bamiang missing at the end, Pepe, you know, doing all these silly little one step, two step trying to show yeah, balls, passing, making straight passes. Then I didn't I didn't blame him for it. But then, you know, stuff was hit the deck hit the, hit the deck and now we've kind of gone forward. But um for me, don't get me wrong, it is a long process with Mikel Arteta, but the thing is yeah if we don't win on thursday for me it can be a uh, a win win situation but it's also this the thing that now if we don't get european football next season what what we're going to struggle we're going to struggle to get top class players and now we know where in the league the league's gone for us the league is gone we have no chance of breaking into the top 6 we've got no chance of making it into that top 4 and you know, without a shadow of a doubt, now there is no chance of making it into Europe because now we need to do the unthinkable of win every single game and hope everyone that's competing with us drops points because we need to, you know, pick up. We need to go on a massive run now. But for me, again, Thursday is another big game because if you look at it like you've said, you'd you'd keep him. I think no because I, what it is, don't get me wrong, about. I understand it's a long process, but we've got to, what we've got to understand is we keep saying to ourselves for years, there's a process, a process, a process of rebuild, 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 under Wenger, rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. I don't understand what are we actually rebuilding. And they say with Arteta, you know, we're doing better defensively, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing that. I'm struggling to understand what we are actually doing. Like, I'm struggling to... The, the most winnable game they say, oh, the Premier League, there's no winnable games, but there are games that I can look at it and say to ourselves, the quality of players that we have, we should s- easily be beating certain clubs, but we fail to do so, yeah man. for certain reasons, but at yeah. the same time, at the same time, even if we do go out on Thursday, I kind of think to myself that as much as I, as much as um you know I'll say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll tear around, I think maybe we could. The, the club, Arsenal itself, maybe they could do with the season out, out of Europe. Maybe, yeah. even if you don't make it, it might benefit us. Because mm. when, we, when we look at it, we might say to ourselves, oh yeah, you know, I uh, know Europe, all the wages and the players are going to go and this, that and the other. Understand we're Arsenal Football Club. We were great before these players and we can be great after these players. The one thing we've got to understand is that maybe taking the season out of Europe, we can rebuild in a sense that we can focus on the league again. You know, with if it'll give Arteta a proper run, that all these clubs are going to be competing yeah. week in, week out in Europe. We're going to just be playing domestic competitions. We're going to be playing the FA Cup, the League Cup and the League. And then if we kind of say to ourselves, okay, rebuild and stop integrating youngsters, start putting these players in these players and these players, in, and then we can start experimenting then I'll be like I don't care how the season goes then we get to the end of the season and somehow we end up finishing fourth and then we'll think okay now let's give him a proper budget let's give him proper players and let's see what he can do and then we could possibly uh you know without a doubt go and uh, finish it all but um with that being said one final question I'm going to ask you uh this isn't any preview for uh for Benfica for anybody wondering and asking by the way but um what is your score predictions come
1: Thursday? Um I'm gonna go for a two-nil, two nil home win, even though it's in Athens. Um yeah, two nil home win and uh yeah three one on aggregate. So we've been quite solid defensively, so I'm quite confident that we'll keep a clean sheet. Oh,
0: that's a fantastic prediction. I'm, um, I I don't know. I honestly don't know how to how to do a score prediction because I might be wrong, but I'm actually gonna say you know what I think one 0 Arsenal. I think what it'll be is that throughout the game they're gonna just keep Benfica will just keep at us trying to score a goal because they know they're gonna go out they're gonna go out even if it ends 0-0. and we'll hit them on the counter and then just score the goal and it just sends them out. And uh, yeah, that was that was uh, episode four of the Magic Ball from Bertram Podcast. Uh, Josh thank you for joining um, it's, a, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on and hopefully I can have you on again in future podcasts because without a doubt you're, you're the first guest I've had on here and without a doubt you've been absolutely fantastic my friend so hopefully I have you on again soon so, yeah.
1: so, thanks for having me son I've enjoyed it, see you soon
0: thank you and thank you to everybody watching take care of yourselves subscribe, take care see you later Bye.